0: Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and this week we are focusing on Iowa comedians. And I'm on the phone with a good friend of mine who I kind of started out doing comedy with, Mike Lucas. Welcome to the program, Mike. Okay, Thanks, Dave. So Mike and I—he's uh, from Cedar Rapids—and we used to go to Penguins Comedy Club. And if you kind of remember, there was kind of a, a Tom Sharp was there, and Tom Garland kind of went out and did some things. Uh, uh guys went out to San San Francisco there was a it was kind of a happening thing back then wasn't it
1: yeah there i mean people people were definitely uh evolving and getting better and moving on doing other stuff for sure
0: and there were some guys there that uh uh you know had some experience and uh, uh and a mixture of people that were just getting started and uh, uh we did quite a few shows together uh uh, I, know, I remember you opened up for Josh Blue, and uh, you're kind of a mainstay guy around the Cedar Rapids area, and you've been doing a lot of stuff. So, uh, tell tell our listeners a little bit about what got you into comedy.
1: Oh, God! You know, when I was younger, I think I I always enjoyed watching comedy and listening to it, and I also enjoyed music. And I didn't have any. I wanted to get on stage, and didn't seem to have any musical talent. So, I did seem to have a. Uh, sense of humor and some good timing. So I thought I'd, I'd give that a shot at the age of 41. It took me a while to get the nerve up to go do it, but I did it.
0: So you were 41 when I was 44, when I started doing it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, you got kids to raise and bills to pay and everything. So it isn't, uh, it isn't, uh, uh, it isn't uh, easy. And it takes a lot of, a lot of time to get in there and you really got to work hard at the beginning in particular to develop an act and find out what works and what doesn't work. Uh, but, uh, tell, so you've been doing it a little more than 10 years, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So what, What? Uh, tell us about the comedy scene in the Cedar Rapids area, what it was when you started and uh, where it evolved and then, uh, you know, uh, how it rebounded after COVID and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think when I started, there was a pretty, pretty developed scene of folks um, who, we uh, were doing their thing and and you know some of them brought us in and and embraced us and and taught us things and we learned from them and probably learned some good things and bad things and uh, over time we uh you know continued continue to evolve and i would say that the the scene grew and grew it got to the point where we were at penguins and i was running the mic there and we would have you know 40 people there on a on a wednesday night to perform um, which is, you know, that's a lot of folks in a small Midwestern town, you know, coming to perform comedy. Uh, and and then over time, I sort of got out of running the mic and started running more shows and stuff, things like that. And we'd bring people in from around the country and have shows in Iowa City. And that's actually where I'm from is Iowa City. Um, we would have shows there at, at downtown at, at some places and I started running Floodwater Comedy Festival with some folks, bringing people in from all around the country then, you know, from coast to coast, even had some, uh, had somebody from Canada come down for it once. Um, And then, you know, COVID hit and sort of reset everything. And so it feels like, feels like in Cedar Rapids, Iowa City area, everything's starting over. So, So Penguins closed, Penguins closed, which was sort of the hub for us doing stuff. Um, but we were fortunate enough to have the folks at the few brewery, um, start running an open mic, uh, about a year ago in May. And, uh, we do a weekly mic there on Tuesday and last, and just this last spring in about May, um, they decided to close up few brewery and turn the place into a comedy club. So now it's called the lucky cat comedy and events club.
0: Well, that's kind of exciting that there's actually a club. Now, that that Penguins was the longest running uh, uh, open mic in the state of Iowa, I think, when it closed down, wasn't it? Yeah, it has to have been. I mean, that thing went all the way back to, I mean, you know, probably 15 years at least. Well, uh, so – let's talk about that floodwater comedy thing that you put together. Cause that was kind of a big deal. A lot of people didn't think that was going to work and it was a different kind of, uh, because I believe the, the, all the events weren't at the same venue. There was kind of spread across town, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. That was a nice thing about Iowa city is, um, it, it was all in downtown Iowa city and, and we had events at several different locations and that's a nice thing. You could park your car and then, everybody can just walk from place to place and it makes it kind of a fun evening where you're or a fun weekend because you're not just sitting in the same place the whole time. You can go grab some food and then you can go to the next venue. So pretty cool. Um, We had, it was sort of a combination between um, like adult, I say adult in air quotes, like adult comedians and then college student comedians put it together. And, and it initially was um, founded by two college students, and uh, they, at some point, wanted to pass it along to some, uh you know, uh, people who would be in the community for a long time to give it some continuity. So that's how I got involved. Uh,
0: um, yeah. How many years and, did that run?
1: So it started in '15, um and we had we had festivals up until 2020, and we haven't had one since. But the uh, hope is to have another one. in in the future, it's it's been a little bit of of a struggle to get the infrastructure built back up to um, do it. You you need about 10 people working on it to make it work. And when COVID happened, we lost a lot of our students and stuff. So it's just, it's been a struggle to get it back fully moving forward. But the uh, resources are there as far as money and stuff goes,
0: it's just a matter of figuring out how to, you know, get it going back up again. Well, What is the name of this new club? This uh Comedy Cat? Is that what it's called or? <laughs> that's called the Lucky Cat. The Lucky Cat. And uh yep. tell tell us a little bit about this venue and uh, how our listeners can uh can look on their website and and tell us about some of the events they've had and some of the events that might be coming up that we might like to see.
1: Yeah, so they um they are downtown in Cedar Rapids. They are Right across from the sheriff's department. Uh, It's in the old few brewing uh, facility. They're next to a place that's very popular called Local Poor, and Big Grove is going to be putting in a giant facility
0: across the street. So I think they'll benefit from that. That'll be nice. Well, Um, uh, let's talk about the uh, the COVID uh, uh, recovery, I guess. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's like, everyone I knew just, you know, a year's worth of bookings just disappeared on them, you know, and uh, we yeah. kind of had to to restart. Like you say, it was, a, it was a, such a big thing. There was like 40 people per night trying to get a little stage time. And I remember me and uh, Mike Harville used to go up there and it, you know, it was a long drive for us. You know, it was uh, yeah. 77 miles up and 77 miles back and a little further yeah. for Mike because he was in a tunnel. So, if you But, you know, if you really do want to cut your teeth into comedy, there was no better place to do it, and there was no other place to do it, essentially. Right. You know, I mean, there was a – what was that one in the basement there in uh, Iowa City?
1: Yeah, um, Club. But,
0: yeah, that was – Yeah, the
1: Yacht, that's Yacht Club in Iowa City. That's actually uh, called Joystick now, and they do comedy there, too.
0: They still have that? I, I was there with uh, yep. Ben Kronberg. He was uh, uh, one of – this is one of the last shows I may have ever done. I, I think the last one I did was in Wayland, Iowa. No, fun, fun night because it was all older people. And uh, my style of humor is way more geared for them than it is the younger people. Uh, So how how did it recover? I mean, like, so you went from like post-COVID to, you know, 20, 40 people a night trying to get into an open mic and work on their stuff. And then everything was completely wiped out and then when the bars and things started to open up again uh what was the scene like uh it's much smaller uh
1: less less of a crowd um we would get uh you know probably eight eight comics would show up and it would be a quick night but it it felt good people came and sat and watched and had fun um everybody uh you know worked on stuff we'd have a few people in the audience and I think last week so it's been going for a little over a year now and i think last week there were i think 18 to 20 comics there and um i think more people than comics so the place was pretty full on a, t- on a tuesday night so pretty good that is pretty just good taking a while to just it's just consistency right you just keep showing up and keep doing it and providing um a reliable product that people are interested in seeing, and they just keep coming back. Well, it's a, I, good, it's, a, it's a good vibe for comics, everybody is very supportive of each other, everybody sits and watches each other and provides feedback to each other afterwards, and you know, everybody gets along pretty well.
0: Well, uh, I Iowa opened up a lot quicker than other states, I mean, a lot quicker than other states, and uh, sure. I noticed you know, all the bands you know, the country bands, the rock bands, everybody was, uh, you know, trying hustling to get into Iowa to book shows because it was the only place that was going, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but I think with comedy, you know, you kind of need to have those tours to get people into Iowa. And, uh, I don't think that was going on so much. So have you been able to attract some kind of, uh, uh, named entertainment over there for maybe, um, no,
1: I mean, no, no one huge yet. It's get. Um, you know there's been people who've come from out of state to perform um we've had several like uh chicago comics and um you know uh, omaha and there's some uh, brent terhune i think he's from indiana came over i don't know if you know him he makes funny TikToks and stuff um So it's, it's starting to open up and then there's definitely some plans in the works to get, you know, some bigger names when, after the summer's over, you know, summer is with comedy.
0: Yeah, that's, it's a, it's rough in the summer, although sometimes I've had some good shows in the summer. Did, uh, so uh, this, uh, this place that does the shows on Tuesday night, what, what is, uh, do they do shows on Friday or Saturday? Do they have bigger, you know, more national acts or?
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. So Tuesday nights is the open mic, um, and then the weekends they have comedy shows. Like this weekend is the Tim Sullivan show, Ooh. Uh, and definitely weekend, Tim Sullivan. yeah, and next weekend's Kristen Toomey. She's she's a comic from from Chicago. She's been on. I just watched her on on Hulu. I think she was on a uh, she had, she was on some special on there. So yeah. Oh, uh,
0: now you have a show coming up, don't you?
1: I, I'm going to be in Alternating Currents, which is a comedy festival in the Quad Cities.
0: No, Now, the Quad Cities in Des Moines seem to have more uh, comics and more of an active uh, uh, than yeah. the Iowa City, Cedar Rapids uh, area, and uh, Southeast Iowa has nothing. I mean, yeah. I, I was looking at a list of the places I used to play, and I think uh, 90% of them are closed, and... The other ones, they don't even have bands or karaoke or nothing, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to the Legion here in Iowa City um, uh, Friday nights, and they had karaoke every Friday night, and we just go watch and drink some beer or whatever. And since the pandemic, they have never had; they've had it back on a Saturday evening, but it's not regular. They don't do it regularly anymore. Almost, yeah. The, Iowa City's, you know, Iowa City's a little more, I would say, California-like, a little more uptight about everything. So they're. Um, you know, I just don't think people are interested in passing a microphone around and stuff, so
0: yeah, I, I think uh, uh, I guess that that would be, yeah, there there's a lot. I mean, uh, it's just a big difference whether you're in rural Iowa or in Iowa City where everyone's wound up about it, or you sure. go into a town like Oscaloosa or Richland, or I don't think people wore masks ever, you know, at I no point, to. you know, I did, and a, show, I did a show.
1: Like during, sort of during the pandemic, in Solon, and where I'm from, everybody wears a mask or wore a mask all the time. At that point, everybody was diligent, and I went to this place and there wasn't anybody, in there, and I was like, Oof. <laughs> it was it was pretty jarring to see, just because you were so used to seeing everybody wearing masks all the time. So, yeah, I didn't catch COVID,
0: so like I didn't catch to say, COVID I just, uh, if someone was wearing mm-hmm. a mask. You know, they were driving through town. They they didn't live there, or yeah, I mean, and we didn't really have any COVID. I mean, we don't think we had anyone die from it at all. But uh, yeah, but it was a it was sure a bummer as far as yeah. uh, you couldn't go out to eat and you couldn't shop and you you know you just yeah. everything was a was a friggin nightmare all the time. And I'm glad it's kind of returning to normal. Uh, yeah. are you in touch with any of these uh, comics that we used to uh, kind of do shows with? Yeah, I mean,
1: I still talk to Mitch Banks. So I don't know if you remember him. Donny I do Townsend.
0: remember him. I did a lot of shows with Mitch. Yeah, Donnie Townsend. Now he's up in the Quad Cities. Uh, well, yeah. that, that's tell, tell me a little bit about the Quad City scene and what's going on with them. That seems to be pretty happening.
1: Yeah, they've got a lot of like independent shows they do, and they do you know. And there's a place in the Quad Cities called the Renwick Mansion that Chris Schlichting um, has sort of help spearhead the comedy there he's got some friends who own this place that was it's like a bed and breakfast that has um, events so it's like an event center they do weddings and things like that and uh, they had in comedy shows there uh, and they've gotten some some pretty big names
0: um, trying to think who the heck they got they got Kyle Kinane there oh, yeah.
1: a couple months ago um,
0: yeah Ben Kronberg told me he played there. What's that? Ben Kronberg told me he played there.
1: Kronberg's all, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Kronberg's great.
0: Yeah, he's pretty much, he's got a a deal going in Denver now, and I don't know how much he travels. He did go down to Costa Rica or something. um, And do some shows, but I haven't talked there. I just haven't really, you know, uh, I haven't been doing it. Like I say, I was... Once I I got, I mean, I was just putting on shows and and playing wherever I could and, uh, you know, speaking wherever I could to try and, you know, just get the chops up. And then when uh, I got that break and was able to do some shows out in Vegas, then uh, I had a little heat on me for a while. I think I got an actual paying gig every week for six months or something like that. Played all over the state, you know, and then... uh, uh, it kind of settled down, and uh, it was always hit or miss. Though you know I mean some nights there'd be big crowds, and some nights there wouldn't be very many. And, and uh, I really never liked those shows where there was less than ten people. You know, it was uh, it's just yeah, it's so much yeah, work, did, isn't it? We
1: did that. We did that one in Ankeny with you, me, and yeah. Josh. Alton. That
0: was <laughs> a nightmare. I thought Josh Holt was from there. You know, I figured he'd bring a few people, but that was the that was a show we did it for the bartender. Yeah, well
1: uh, that one there was a few people there and the guy started yelling at me and wanted to fight me. I don't know if you remember
0: that. But. Yeah. I remember a little bit about that, but uh, <laughs> then, then they left and then uh, yeah. Josh Alton was a headliner and he went up there and uh, yeah. I told him, I said, well, there's nobody here. Why are we doing this? Said, well, I don't want to hear it. So he went yeah. up there and did this like 60 minutes to an absolute empty, empty room. But, but, yeah. That was a Sunday night show, and because they were booked every other night of the week, and they wanted to do comedy, but they never wanted to promote it, you know. Yep. So it was very hit or miss, you know. But they had some really great acts in there. I mean, we had uh, one of the guy one of the writers from Seinfeld, was in there, and uh, yeah. we had, uh, you know, Willie Farrell and Jer Dog, and you know, we we had a whole bunch of whole bunch of people. I really appreciate you bringing that one show up where there wasn't nobody at, but. <laughs> I was the only one I was on, so it's probably that one. <laughs> there was uh, well, yeah, but I got everybody everybody around a the gig there, uh, at that you know, while it lasted, you know, it doesn't always last so long, but uh, uh, so what's going on in Des Moines? Have you played up in Des Moines any year? A little bit, I mean,
1: I they, they've got a lot of heat out there as far as they've got you know, the funny bone's always been there, but then um. They opened Teehees Comedy Club, which is right downtown, and it's sort of like a hipster joint to hang out. And I think it, you know, lots of them, they've got, they're back in full swing. Like I went and did a mic there one night. There were, I I bet there were 35 people signed up to to, to do that mic. So, wow. Um, Yeah, it's, they're,
0: they're, they're all the way back as far as um, interest in doing comedy again. That place is so neat. Like, it's so good. It's just set up perfectly for comedy, so. There was a guy, I think his name was Tyler Walsh. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he seemed to really kind of break out a little bit and seems to be able to work some. And he, he even opened for uh, Larry the Cable Guy, I think. Yeah. Is he still, yeah. you ever do any shows with him anymore? Or? Um, I talked to him every once. I was
1: just texting with him earlier today, actually. Um, he was in Omaha. Um, but yeah, he travels around. Um, I think he pays his bills by doing comedy, so he's he's definitely uh, high quality comic. You
0: know? Yeah, he really had that good rural comedy down. Uh, yeah, he he rodeo clowns and all kinds of stuff too. Donkey basketball. Yeah, he he does that, and he he's a great fisherman.
1: Yeah, he's a good dude, and he's just he's real likable. Um, you know middle of the road kind of
0: guy yeah, uh-huh. good dude well uh is there anything else uh, going on that you want to talk about before i let you go here
1: well i can't think of anything else but i mean you know i'm just trying to help uh, my friends promote the stuff with the, the lucky cat i know the cat shows every every friday and saturday so
0: it's every friday, friday and saturday time. if you want to go up to that's in iowa city Cedar Rapids. That's in Cedar Rapids. Yeah. They got shows. Is there anything going on in Iowa City before I let you go?
1: Um, you know, Joystick has shows all the time. So um, it's if you look up Joystick online, you'll, you'll they have a calendar on there. Uh, they bring people in all the time from Chicago and stuff.
0: Well, we've been talking to Mike Lucas, who is really the big, actually the stable or the center of the wheel, the hub there of comedy in, in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa City. Uh, he's uh, worked with lots of comedians. Uh, really enjoyed visiting with you. Is there uh like, in the, uh, and you got, what's the, your next show?
1: Uh, tomorrow night, Tim Sullivan. Uh, you know, I'm opening for him, so.
0: Okay. Well, it was good to talk to you, Mike. Uh, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it, man. All right. This is Round Guy Radio with news you can use. It won't give you the blues. Thanks for listening. Gracias. Okay.